0: The political roundup, brought to you by WideSpan Sheets, managed and built without compromise by Sean Bragg and his team. Chicago, Chicago, that tunnel... Eric Roy, former MP and Deputy Speaker of the House, joins us on the muster as we catch up with somebody. Talk a bit of politics on a Monday afternoon. Good afternoon, Eric.
1: Uh, Good afternoon. I'm looking forward to the shenanigans of the campaign being all over by Saturday. So I'm ready. I've I've voted. I'm ready to go to the next stage.
0: Have you suffered from election fatigue?
1: Oh, oh, that's a good word for it. I I think what i Yeah, this has been a different campaign. I don't think I've ever known a lolly scramble like it from all of the parties promising what they're going to do and how they're going to do that. We've just had that ad nauseum and trying to sort out whether they can do it or whether their coalition partners are going to let them do it or whether it's affordable or how credible is it has been quite tiring, really.
0: There's so many outcomes that could happen on uh, Saturday evening. I mean, put it in comparison, Portugal beat Fiji, Fiji lost, yet Fiji and Portugal won, Australia lost. They're out of the Rugby World Cup now. But we look at Saturday night, we're talking about national with ACT and possibly New Zealand first going into coalition. Um, anything's on the table at the moment, isn't it?
1: Oh, well, that's right. We might even need the duckworth Lewis system. Oh, God, don't out. say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the winner is... But um, I, think, I think the first thing is there's a significant mood for change. And whether or not that includes uh, a multi-party or a bi-party or coalition or not, well, there's so many outcomes that could happen. So I think when you're looking on Saturday night, the first thing to look at is the bell the seats to just see what change there is. So the seats like uh, Aoraki, Wanganui, Hamilton West, New Plymouth, uh, Wairarapa, Northland, if all if they are all drifting uh, to the blue, then there's going to be a significant change. So uh, I guess that's the first thing to watch. Uh, a lot of people say, how does this work? That um, if if parties don't get uh, elected, their votes get redistributed. That that's really the wrong word. And I I like to explain it a bit like this, Andy. Like I, when I voted, I counted up the number of parties on the party side. There were 17. Goodness me, some of them I've never heard of. And then I understand there's two other parties that didn't get registered on the list, but they've got candidates sitting in some of the seats. That makes 19. And my best calculation is not more than six or seven of them are going to get in. So there's going to be quite a high discard of votes you round them all up. So, so it kind of works like this. Um, so if, if, say, just for the sake of argument, uh, a major party gets 40% of the vote, And 10% are discounted. They don't get redistributed. It works like this. Um, 40 over 90, 90%, is a bigger number than 40 over 100, which brings in two or three more seats. That's kind of how it works. So, yeah, that's that's something to watch for on the night. The other thing is there's, there's really, really interesting contests in some of the seats at national has not held for a long time, or other parties haven't. Uh, So Auckland Central's one to watch on the night. That's the Chloe Swarbrick seat. Um, Christchurch Central hasn't gone to National for a long time. The polling's very close there. Uh, O'Haree Belmont hasn't been a National seat since Hugh Templeton. Nicola Willis is standing there against uh, Greg O'Connor. That'll be one to watch. And then National have brought in, uh, I think the best way to describe them is a sort of New Chris Finlayson into Wellington Central polling's very tight there because that's got a high green vote and so the left is split between Green uh, and Labor so that they'll be seats to watch on the night.
0: What chance though? Like it, something that was put out over the last couple of days was the possibility of Christopher Luxon not wanting to go into talk with Winston Peters and calling a whole new election straight away. What chance would that happen?
1: I think that's pretty low. I think that's just a warning that this is an outcome after six weeks of negotiating. If we can't arrive in the right place um, or we can't get some sort of coalition agreement, that's uh, that's an outcome that might have to happen. But who would get punished for that? Would it be national or would it be New Zealand first? That's the risk I don't think they'd take. Oh, there there is another scenario here this guy standing in Ireland uh, who's uh, polling very well for top. Yep. So if he got over the line, that's Jerry Brownlee's old seat. Um, if he got over the line, he might drag one other in with him. And that might mean that it's a top-act national coalition. And uh, that might be preferable to Winston in the eyes of Mr. Luxon. Who knows? So now- another one to watch on the night.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of seats. It's going to be fascinating for a lot of people. A lot of people are just going to switch off at the same time, which is horses for courses for sure. But as we look at MMP as compared to first-past-the-post, talking off air of Blocker before, and he said, as far as what is the best way of getting representation in Parliament, because the argument is there is far too many MPs in there at the moment. I mean, good grief. We're hearing of people who gave valedictories who I'd never heard of before.
1: And some of them didn't expect to get in there, and that's so that's another another issue to sort of be cognizant of, is really that all the polling up to the um, 2020 election, none of that polling had Labor as an outright winner without the need of a coalition. So there's a question, how accurate is all this polling that we are actually seeing? And how do they actually poll now when about a third of the population is not in the phone book? Do they have volunteer people to go on those polling lists? And in 1993, which is when I entered Parliament, uh, Mr. Bolger, who was Prime Minister at the time, had a statement, something a word that's that's associated with Toyota ads for a while with regard to the the pollsters. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure how accurate all of the predictions that are out there are. So we'll just have to wait and see. There's only one poll that really matters.
0: Chris Hipkins having to make up for lost time, being off the election trail because of a COVID break. How much will this hurt him?
1: Oh, I don't know. Because he was on TV, and, and I think the sympathy vote would probably more than offset his uh, time of, of actually out there polling. Because uh, he, you know, uh, Dover Samuel said to me once if you want a successful uh, campaign, what you need to do is get lost in the bush. For the whole of the of the campaign, and have yourself on TV with everybody looking every night, and then just before the election day, you discovered or you're found, and you discovered something very important for conservation while you were lost, and that would be the most successful campaign you could have.
0: The arguments, David Seymour, perhaps should have done that in the last month. Yeah,
1: well, he just got a wee bit ahead of himself. Seems I think. that way, yeah. Yeah, and people just thought he's the. Tail wagging the dog, just a wee bit just wasn't. You know, you've got to be just a wee bit conciliatory about all this, and that's why, in a way, Luxon couldn't rule out Winston. If, if on the day the vote says Winston's there, and and Luxon had said, "Well, we're not going to deal with you," what sort of uh, how would that phone caller go? Hey, Winston, we actually changed our mind. <laughs> it, it's a very, very difficult scenario, and and but. My big gripe really is that um, in New Zealand we're different to all the other MPs around the world, only another seven. Uh, but on the night, the biggest party is required to form a government. And very seldom do they have to go back to a, a another vote, um, Israel being the possible exception to that. Uh, but all the others have been able to, over time, work out a coalition agreement when the major party of major being the one with the most votes is required to form the government.
0: Going to be an interesting week leading up to next Saturday. Always good to have you on the muster, Eric. Enjoy the week.
1: Yep. Look forward to Saturday night and finding out what did actually happen.
0: Eric Roy, former MP and Deputy Speaker of the House. Absolutely going to be a fascinating week to see how it all lines up ahead of next Saturday. Away to Wyndham next, Ben Dooley, Sheep Beef and YouTube Farmer will catch up.
1: They have the-